Hello, welcome to another episode of Let Fear Bounce, where I am highlighting the co-authors of the When Grace Found Me series. Today, my guest is Cheryl Mattern, and I am so pleased and blessed to have her as a guest and as a co-author of Volume 1 of the When Grace Found Me series. So grab that cup of coffee, folks, sit back, relax, and let's listen into the show. everybody. Welcome to another episode of Let Fear Bounce. This is Kim Langling, your host. Thank you so much for sharing a part of your day with me and my guest. And my guest today is a co-author of volume one of the When Grace Found Me series, Cheryl Mattern. Welcome, welcome, Cheryl. I'm so glad that you are here to join us today. Hi, Kim. I'm very happy to be able to join you. So you're a co-author in volume one, which was released at the Oh, gosh, when was it released? <laughs> the very beginning of the, the year. The beginning of the year. Yes, the beginning of this year. It's been a very busy year. The uh, beginning of this year. And uh, what a journey it was starting this all out and all of the, the beautiful ladies from around the world in volume one. I have a couple questions for you. So first question I want to ask is what, what spurred you or what made you want to participate as a co-author in this faith-based book, When Grace Found Me? Well, I can tell you it was not one specific thing, but a compilation of a few different um, things that happened in my life uh, around me. Of course, we all know what 2020 started out like. I lost my sister, so that was a big impact on spiritually and physically, emotionally, all of it. Yeah, it's almost a year ago since you contacted me. The first part of August, you reached out and asked if I wanted to be a part of this. And of course I hadn't contemplated anything like that previously, but it seems like somebody had contemplated me being part of it because uh, my daughter had sent me a message about two or three days after you asked me if I wanted to participate. And she messaged me, texted me or something and and, uh, said that she had just gotten some pictures from my ex-brother-in-law, which is her uncle, of course. And she said, he's, he's been promising me pictures and he finally sent me something. So if you've read my story, you know that um, this was uh, based on what happened with myself and my daughter from almost 40 years ago. <laughs> and I had no pictures from that time period. It, to be a little more precise, it was um, you know, about 37 years ago. Uh, never saw a picture of my daughter while she was with her father, her biological father. And uh, so she forwarded me a picture of her sitting on her great grandma's lap. And I was floorboarded (laughs) because shortly after that, she sent me an invitation to a website where you could write your story. She didn't know anything about you asking me (laughs) to write, of course. (laughs) She sent me a link to a place where you could write your story in a format of short book or what have you they put it in paperback for you or whatever wasn't going to be published just in a book and so she's often encouraged me to write throughout the years but I think that was God reaching out to me because it all happened boom 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 within a few days uh, of you asking me and yeah that was my big nudge that (laughs) yes I should do this Um, I'm definitely going to write about the situation that was a a big impact in my life. Uh, Once again, emotionally, physically, spiritually, 
all those things from 37 years ago <laughs> that changed my life in many ways. And um, yeah, I think, you know, the timing was meant to be the way that everything happened. You know, and you're not the first co-author to share something similar, the way certain things were coming into play, you know, if they had not thought of writing or maybe they had never written before and they're saying, but, you know, this happened and then a friend said this and then I read this and, you know, that's all hindsight, of course, it's all God putting all the pieces in place exactly where and when he wanted them to be. Absolutely. I agree a hundred percent. That's what's been one of the, to me, one of the most amazing things throughout this whole journey is looking back over all of the, the days and months and talking to the ladies and hearing their stories and also the backstory of their stories, just almost with every single co-author, there's been something like that, that little nudge. And that's what I'm saying, you know, what, what, made you want to or decide to so amazing amazing story and i know you had shared that with me before and hearing it again you know, i'm still in awe of, of how god does his thing you know you were sharing that you know this is something 37 years ago that you decided to share and you're sharing it very publicly that takes courage and you have to also make yourself vulnerable not only to strangers but to your family members Oh, absolutely. Um, and maybe not everybody knew everything about, you know, your story. So when you were writing your story, what, what was happening to you while you were actually getting that down on paper, knowing I'm not sharing this just, you know, it's not, I'm not journaling it. I'm actually going to put this out into the world. What were your thoughts or emotions on that part? of Yeah, it, it was a little difficult. I mean, it was challenging because I knew that uh, there was going to be some impact, especially like you said, with family and friends, a, a lot of my family had no idea what I was going through. They were raising their own families and dealing with life, you know, as we do. And especially as, you know, just new parents and things like that nature, all my siblings were having kids of their own at the same time, you know, and it was hard to think about how they were going to feel when they heard some of the details that I was sharing. And I knew that I needed to get some of the details out there because the intention of my story is to reach out to somebody that might be in a similar situation or somebody that I could connect with that could understand exactly or in some way, not necessarily exactly, but understand that there are challenges in our lives that um, God puts there for a reason, that we can handle them in different ways. And, and maybe the person that would read my story would um, reach out to God and perhaps other people in their lives um, try to take some different avenues than what I did because a lot of a lot of the heartache I brought on myself. I know that I did learn a lot, but uh, <laughs> yeah, hopefully the reader would not have to experience some of the stuff that I went through. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'll tell you what, Kim, just in the last um, month or so, I I came across uh, family members that. My uh, one cousin was just really, she was tore up because she had no idea. She was the oldest of all of us, 18 cousins on my mother's side. And she was crying because she felt so horrible that she didn't know what was going on in my life. And I, you know, I just consoled her and let her know, hey, you had your own situations going on. I, I appreciate you feeling that you wished you had done something or I'd been able to reach out to you 
And it wasn't because I didn't want to reach out to you. It was just the way that it happened at the time and consoled her and let her know that, you know, it, it, it's meant to reach somebody that's in need. And hopefully they, they will realize that there are people out there, whether it be family or close friends, somebody in the church or even at school or whatever it might be that can uh, relate to what's going on in their life and can maybe help them out of the situation. Yeah, and that's a that's a really that's a really powerful example that you shared of we never know what's truly going on in someone's life. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a powerful example of that. We were talking about that at church the other day and a, a recent sermon was was preached on that that very subject. That seems to be something that's popping up a lot. Um, at least in front of me lately, as a very good reminder. And I'm thinking, all right, am I supposed to be more watchful? What's coming? Because when I when I start feeling that, I'm like, all right, God's up to something. <laughs> you know? He's always up to, to something. Oh, absolutely. Just like, what should I be watching for? And I think yeah. we all need to be more cognizant of that, of, of your fellow man, you know, just humans, period. You know, we're here to care for one another and love one another. And as we, as individuals, find it very difficult, and I know I do personally, to share my struggle or struggles with others. Yeah, and the thing is, we're we're sharing our stories now, things that perhaps were from a long time ago, like my situation, or not so long ago with some of the other stories, you know, are just very recent. And you and I both still have struggles just because we are you know, very spiritual and we believe in God and we know that he's guiding us. We still have struggles. Mm -hmm. We can't get complacent. And I read recently, you know, you can't get complacent and feel like you're overconfident because God's in your life. Yes. He's in our lives, but we still have to know that there are struggles to be met with. We can hand it on to him. We can rest in Jesus, but we still have to deal with things. In this world. I, I love how you said that we cannot become complacent. That is super. I love that. I love that sentence. It's hard so, for us to realize it sometimes. Yes. And it, yes, it is. You're right. Because we're human. <laughs> yep. And at times in our humanness, we're not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that one. There's <laughs> no doubt about, no doubt about it. Yes. Well, thank you so much for spending some of your day with me today and sharing um, a little bit of your journey of being a co-author in When Grace Found Me, Volume 1. So blessed to have you as part of that book. And I know that it's going to impact people and it's going to impact people that we will never know about, you know, oh, for and, sure, for sure. And uh, that's that was the whole point of doing these books to just get that healing, encouragement and inspiration out there to land in those hands who God sees fit to put it in front of. That's right. Absolutely. I want to say one last thing too about the experience of being a co-author with these other women and what an impact that has made on me. Uh, it, every, every time I turn around, there's something that, that pops up with one of the other co-authors. I'll run into somebody or I haven't finished volume two yet. I'm very close, but I picked it up the other day and what I read was just what I needed at that moment just exactly at that moment. I mean, I've done that with the Bible several times too. Man, with these other co-authors, I've connected in ways I never could have imagined. And we, we talked about that before, I know. And I appreciate everything you do and for the opportunity 
to be so blessed to be on this journey with you and all the other writers. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you so much. And I wish you a blessed rest of the day. You too. Love you, honey. Love you too, lady. Thank you folks for spending a little bit of your day listening into this episode of chatting with the co-authors of When Grace Found Me. If you'd like to get your own copies, hop on over to amazon.com and search When Grace Found Me and volume one and volume two will pop up for you. They are available in paperback, Kindle Unlimited, and ebook versions. So you've got a choice. Get one for yourself or get one for a friend, folks. Help spread the encouragement light, grace, and inspiration. Thanks again for joining us, folks. Until next time, you have a wonderful day.